It's a month of building a strong church. And last two Sundays, we started a series entitled The Sheep, the Shepherd, and the Wolf. The Sheep, the Shepherd, and the Wolf. And last week, we started with What is the Church? What is the Church? Matthew chapter 16, verse 18. Matthew 16, 18. And I say to you that you are Peter. And on this rock I'll build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Let's share a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, your word is already anointed. I ask that you anoint my lips of clay. Use me to be a blessing to your people. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable unto thee this day. May somebody be blessed, empowered, equipped, engineered, orchestrated by your word this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So the devil has always sought to fight against the church. The Bible says in John 10, 10 that the devil came to steal, kill, and to destroy. So the devil is on a perpetual assignment to fight against the church. But Jesus Christ said that he will build his church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. These are not the words of a politician. So we can bet our life on it. Hallelujah. If it were a politician who came to tell us that he will build this church and the gates of hell cannot prevail against it, we have to look at him with a certain eye. I am not a politician. And, amen. I know we have some people who are politicians here. I'm preaching. It's preaching I'm doing. Amen. But we cannot guarantee that the words of politicians or the, the words of mere men, if I say that I'll build PCM, what capacity do I have to build PCM? But Jesus Christ is saying that he will build the church and the gates of hell cannot prevail against it. And the church is you and I sitting here. So when Jesus is saying that he will build the church, it means that Jesus is going to build your life. You don't believe it. He said that you will build the church and you are the church. So he's going to build your life. He's going to take you places that you've never dreamed of. It's going to cause you to rise higher in your assignment. Whatever you find your hand doing, it will prosper in the name of Jesus. Amen. This semester we came with a different anointing. So when we are prophesying and we are declaring things, just be receiving it coolly. Amen. So we are the church. The church is made up of the gathering of human beings or souls that have been worn and washed by the blood of Jesus. Set apart specially for his use. And I am specially set apart. I used to say and I will continue to say that if I were the only sinner, Christ would have still died for me anyway. Amen. Because Bible says that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for me. He died for us. It means that Jesus Christ has called us as a group of individuals and he has bought us with his precious blood. You are precious to Jesus. You are precious to God. Don't let anybody make you feel intimidated in who you are. I see you. Welcome, Sister Linda. You are special. Set apart. Walk around like a special human being. Amen. When I'm walking, you see the way I'm walking now? I feel so special in my gargantuan outfit. Amen. Behave like the special child of God. You are the church. There is no assignment of hell that can stand against your life. He will build the church and the gates of hell cannot prevail against it. So we looked at what the church is. And we started with seven definitions of what the church is. 
we look at some of them. Today we will continue. The church is the only institution approved of God and ordained of God to work the works of the Father. The church is the only institution approved of God and ordained of God to work the works of the Father. Ephesians 2.10 For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. We have been created in Christ Jesus for good works. When God unleashed you into the earth realm and set you into the womb of your father or your, sorry, the womb of your mother into the loins of your father. He set you apart to work the works of the father. Jesus said, John 14, 12. He says that he that believes in me, the works that I do shall he do also and greater works than these. So God has positioned us as individual members of the church to be workers of the works of the Father, to bring healing to the nations, to bring prosperity to the nations, to bring the fire of God to bend and destroy every work of the enemy. The Bible says that for this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he would destroy the works of the enemy. So this assignment has been transferred to the church. You carry the weapon of destruction, mass destruction, to destroy the works of the enemy in your family. Amen. You can stand on the corridors of your family house and decree and declare that nobody will die in this house and heaven will back it up. You don't believe it. Because the devil has made you feel so inferior. Amen. So the church has been ordained of God, appointed of God. Building schools and banks is not a core mandate of the church. These things are good. It is good to have Perez University College. But thank God that our bishop didn't leave his ministry to go and pursue the other works. Because God didn't ordain us to build churches. Uh, sorry, to build hospitals. Amen. He ordained us to build churches. It is churches that God says he will build. He didn't say he will build schools. When Jesus Christ came, he didn't start the school of the prophets. He didn't start the school of medical engineering. He started a church. And the church is you and I. So we carry the power of God to transform the life of other people. You carry the power of God and the grace of God to set things aright that are going wrong in your family, in your class, within your portal. Amen. Some of the things you have to... Hmm. Amen. If you score 2 over 20 and you get a B or a B plus, you know that, you know that there is something behind it. Hallelujah. So the church is the only institution that has been called and set apart. The church is also the bride of Christ. The bride of Christ. Hallelujah. The bride of Christ. What is happening here? Our relationship with Christ Jesus has been linked to that of a marital relationship. Because the marital relationship is the strongest human relationship. If you are in a dating relationship or you are caught in, you are not married. We, we know they see yourself. Yeah. So if there's a, a beloved in the if there's one sister in the church and you like her and she's going out with somebody and you prayed about this sister and you think that this is the sister that God has chosen for me. It means that the sister is, is, is in wrong hands. As long as nobody has put a ring on it, jump there and take it by force. Amen. It is only the marital relationship that God recognizes as the strongest relationship. So, Sunday morning, you don't come to church. You are proving wife material. 
you are your beloved's hostel preparing your love, washing plates, washing clothes. We know they see yourself. Continue proving wife material. Amen. The church has been likened to a marriage. And when you look at the marital relationship, you realize that it is a strong covenant that is recognized of God. And that is why the Bible says that whatever God has put together, no man is ordained or allowed to put it asunder. So Jesus Christ or God is saying that he and us, the church, he and you as an individual, you are married. You have a relationship. And this relationship has been approved of God, ordained through works. The work of Jesus Christ on the cross. So when you come to Christ Jesus, you become somebody who is married to Jesus. I am married to Jesus. Jesus is my beloved. Yeah, I have intercourse with Jesus in prayer and in the study of the word. There are some people, when I said intercourse, there are some people are looking at me. Amen, we are in church. So, as the bride of Christ, we have to keep ourselves pure. One of the things that is required in a marital relationship is faithfulness. It's purity in the marriage. That is why you are not allowed to go outside the marriage to go and do your own things. Once you are co-joined with Christ Jesus, he expects some level of purity from you. So as a child of God or as the church of God, we have to understand that the bride must keep herself pure for Jesus. Hallelujah. 1 Peter 1, 13, 14, 15 and 16. I'll go to 16. Okay, I'll go to 15. 1 Peter 1. I'll go to 15. But as he who has called you is holy, you also be holy in your conduct. Because it is written, Be ye holy, for I am holy. So the church is not just washed by the blood of Jesus and unleashed into the world to go and do their own things. We are called to live a holy life. God is granting somebody grace to live a holy life in Jesus' name. You will be an example unto multitudes in the area of holiness and purity. Then the next thing is that the bride is always in earnest anticipation of the groom's calling or the groom's coming. The bride is always in earnest anticipation of the groom's coming. Christ Jesus is the groom. Philippians 3, 20 and 21. For the grace... Okay, let me take Titus first. Titus 2, 11. Titus 2, 11 and 13. For the grace of God which brings salvation has appeared unto all men. It says that the grace of God is available unto people. But what does this grace do? In this dispensation... We do a lot of things and we cover it up with the grace of God. Oh, you can go and mess around and say the grace of God. You can do whatever you like and say the grace of God is still available. But this scripture is saying that the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared unto all people. Teaching us. So the grace of God teaches us that we should deny ungodliness and worldly lust. And that we should live soberly and righteously and godly in this present age. So the grace of God is not a license to sin. The grace of God is not a license to live anyhow. The grace of God is supposed to shape your life so that you, you conform to the image and the likeness of God. Are we in church? Am I dialing numbers? Verse 13. Looking for the blessed and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ. The bride is always in earnest anticipation of the coming of the groom. 
the church has to be prepared to meet our God because it can happen at any time. It is appointed unto man once to die and after that there is the judgment. So once you die, are you ready to meet your God? Are you sure that as you are living right now or the kind of things you engage yourself in right now, you are prepared for death? Amen. One man of God says that we should live like somebody who is going to die. Have the mindset that at any time you will die. People don't like to hear about death. So when there's a sermon about death, they are running away. But you will not die in Jesus' name. God will satisfy you with a long life. You will live to fulfill your days. To achieve all that God has ordained for you. But you have to be in earnest anticipation. At any point in time, the trumpet can sound. Should the trumpet sound right now in church, will the service continue or will you all disappear? Hallelujah. Amen. If the trumpet should sound right now, will we all disappear? Or the service will continue and we will not even recognize that the, the trumpet has sounded? Amen. Say mercy, Lord. We are going. We are in earnest anticipation. The bride is faithful to the groom. The bride is faithful to the groom. As the bride of Christ, we must remain faithful to God. We must remain faithful to the church, the local church. We must remain faithful to the leaders of the organization. It is expected or it is required of a steward that he be faithful. So the bride of Christ is a faithful bride. He's somebody or she's somebody who is prepared for only one partner. Hallelujah. No bride is ever prepared for two partners, especially in Christendom. We are prepared for one man. Amen. So the bride must be faithful. The bride is also set apart for the groom alone. For the groom alone. The bride is finally given away to the groom in marriage. And this will happen in the last day when the trumpet sounds. So as the church, we have an expectation. We have a hope. Things may not go well right now. We may be in difficult situations. As a matter of fact, some people will struggle and not be able to make success in life before they part. But there is a blessed hope for us that there is always another world in view. We are going to be with our maker in heaven. Hallelujah. Is anybody excited about the fact that you are going to be with your maker in heaven? Or you are just living, we live, let's eat, let's drink, when we die, we die. That is not it at all. When we eat and drink, we die, there is a life after here. And we must be prepared as the bride of Christ. Hallelujah. The church is also the sheepfold. The church is also the sheepfold. Acts 20, 28. Acts 20, 28. The church is also a sheepfold. It means that the church is a gathering of sheep. Or sheep. Is there anything like sheep? Plural is sheep. Okay. So the church is the gathering of sheep. And we are the sheep or we are the sheepfold of God. As 2028. So guard your hearts. Be true shepherds over the flock and feed them well. So Paul was referring to the church as the flock of God. And as the flock of God, we have to understand few things. Using animal characters to draw comparisons between man and in other animate objects is often not very desirable but there are a lot of lessons we can draw from there the first thing we have to understand that the church 
being a sheepfold means that we are all the sheep of his pasture. We are the sheep of his pasture. And as the sheep or as the lamp of God, we are supposed to be submissive. The sheep of God is a submissive sheep. Amen. When we talk about submission, we are saying that it is the action of willingly accepting the will of another person. It is the act of what? Willingly accepting the will of another person. So, you are the sheep of Christ. I am the sheep of Christ. And one thing that we can notice about the sheep and the goat is that the goats are stubborn. They are strong-willed, they are self-willed, but the sheep is humble and is submissive. So, we must be submissive unto God. Hallelujah. John chapter 10, verse 5. And a stranger, verse 5, John 10, 5. And a stranger will they not follow, but they will flee from him. For they know not the voice of the stranger. They know not the voice of the stranger. So, the sheep knows the voice of the shepherd. And our first shepherd or our ultimate shepherd is Christ Jesus. So we submit first to God in all our doings, in our behavior, in our character, in our speech, in our conduct, in the way we show love to other people, we must do it in submission to the counsel of the scriptures or to the counsel of God. Then the next line of shepherds in the house or in the church refers to our highest authority. As a church PCM, our highest authority is the bishop. Hallelujah. Amen. He's our shepherd of this organization. How many of you believe that? Are you the shepherd? Those who don't believe, are you the shepherd? Amen. <laughs> so he's the shepherd. But when you come to the local church, we have a lot of shepherds also there. We have shepherds over the choir. We have shepherds over the organizing team. We have shepherds over the evangelism team. We are shepherds over the whole house. We are called to remain submissive to the shepherds in the house as the lamp or as the sheep of his pasture. Amen. Give me five minutes, please. The next thing we have to understand also is that the shepherd provides safety for the sheep. The shepherd provides safety for the sheep. So as the church of Christ... Our safety is in dwelling in the presence of the Most High. Bible says in Psalm 91, that he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Abiding is a, a willful act. And as long as we as the sheep of his pasture remain under the covering of God, we are guaranteed safety. He says, yet though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because thou art with me. Because the shepherd is with you, you will fear no evil. In this semester, you may go through the difficult times, you may go through the hard times, things may not work out well for you, but I want you to know that there is a shepherd always standing beside you. He will lead you to greener pastures in Jesus' name. As long as you remain submissive to this shepherd, you will taste of the good of the land. One thing that the shepherd does is that the shepherd leads the sheep to green pastures. In this semester, God will lead you to green pastures in your academic work in Jesus' name. Where people are struggling to understand things, you will receive understanding expressly in the name of Jesus. When finances are not going well, suddenly God will make provision for his own. He makes provisions for his own. He makes provisions for his own. Amen. The sheep 
is guaranteed safety under the covering of the shepherd. And for many people, they are running around looking for protection in other places. They have abandoned their rock and they are chasing other smaller stones. Christ Jesus is the rock of the church. We have abandoned Christ Jesus and we are running around reciting certain incantations seven times. For some people, they come to school with some red thing and some herbs be tied with some red hair. Their parents gave it to them and said, put it under your bed. That your roommate is a witch. Put it under your bed. Amen. And they are running around chasing people. Chasing people. He that dwells. He that dwells. He that dwells. Dwell under the covering of the Lord. This semester, purpose in your heart that you continually rest in the presence of God. You dwell under his covering. You will dwell under his covering. Amen. And then you will see God do mighty things for you like never before. It is my prayer that God will take us places in this semester as he has promised that he will build his church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. It is my prayer that God will build us up in Jesus' name. Spiritually, someone who is not able to pray for 30 minutes this semester, God will build you in the place of prayer. For someone who is not able to study the word or you study and you still don't get comprehension, God is granting you illumination by his spirit. He's building you up in the word, in the name of Jesus. For somebody who CGPA no Akakwens no, God is bringing resurrection to your portal. You are level 400. Your CGP has, has left with coins. God is bringing miracle into your portal. You cannot explain it. Amen. You see, the fact that the CGPA has left with coins doesn't mean God cannot do miracles. He took five loaves of bread and two fishes, multiplied it, and there was abundance. Our God is the God of the miracles. Amen. He is the God of the breakthrough. He's bringing breakthrough to you in Jesus' name. We are level 100. First, when I was in level 100, by the grace of God, my CGP was around 3.8. So by the time the vampire sets into the portal and then they start sucking the CGP, you know, when the CGP has got it, if I graduate today, it is a decent degree. Yeah, it's a decent degree. But for some people, Level 100, vampires have sucked your CGPA. You are circulating around 1.5, 1.6, 2.0. By the power of the Holy Spirit, we break every demonic chain in your portal in Jesus' name. For some of you, you've opened the portal, you saw, you saw a C+. The next time you open it, it will be an A. When there is an A, don't go to the department. And tell them that something is happening in my portal. It is the grace of God. Receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. There were papers we wrote. We thought we were going to fail. Our brother said he was expected to fail. I was expected to fail. Statistics. That paper. Pressure. Precious. Precious is my TA. Yeah. So when I finish preaching powerfully, I go and sit down. Then he will teach me. Humble <laughs> yourself. Oh. Don't be so. You're not going to see nothing top. Amen. Starts. I was ready to fail. The quiz was some way because the way we wrote the quiz and we taught that Charlie that they said some dotted, you didn't dot I, you didn't underline something. Shabo, shabo, shabo. CGP, the, the, the marks, you know, 12, 11. So I was expecting to fail. I went home with some Pasco to go and prepare for receipts. Amen. 
by miraculously. Hey! You are seeing me like I'm an angel from heaven. Eh? When I was opening the portal, I was shivering. Because I've never failed any exam in my life. And I don't intend to fail any yet. When I was opening the thing, I was shivering. Imagine Prezo sweating over, over, over CGPA. Hey! When I opened the thing, lo and behold, gentle pass. You see, I am grateful for the C's and the C pluses that God gives me. Because some of you, if you don't get A, God, why do you, why you disappoint me so? Huh? Do you know what it takes to write a receipt? Abstract algebra. When we were doing the registration list, I saw people in this number 2015, 2014, still writing that paper. I got two over 20 in the quiz. Swear. But when I opened the portal, a cool C plus. Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. I don't need God to give me an A for me to know that he's in the, into the miracle business. No. 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 Let me just, let me pass and go. <laughs> Amen. God is working miracles for us but we are not appreciative of the miracles. I know somebody has started calculating my CGPA. One C plus. This one by now present is around 1.5. No. I'm between 3.0 and 3.5. Amen. I don't intend getting first class. I am allergic to first class. So I have anointed pressure to get first class for me in Jesus' name. So that time is up, eh? Nice. So that me myself, I'll I'll, I'll give him Mora. Chale. Mora, yeah. Some upper is okay for me. Amen. Pass in Jesus' name. See, there is no situation beyond repairs. God is able to fix anything. He's able to transform things for our good. He's working things out for your good. This semester, believe God for the miraculous. This semester, do a little bit more for God. And God will go further forward, faster to change things in your life in Jesus' name. Amen. You want to rise to your feet? You want to rise to your feet? There is one prayer I want you to pray.